Welcome to episode 61 of the RXP Podcast, where three working professionals talk about the video games, movies, and TV shows they love to enjoy in their free time. I'm your host, Alex, and for today's episode, we're going to be discussing our response to the Nintendo Direct of February 2022 and how we felt about the announcements made therein. Joining me to do so, as always, are my co-hosts, Tiffany. News coming in. And Matt. What's going on? I was not All expecting right. that. Today. <laughs> I was like trying to make a Mario Kart thing and then I lost focus. So much cards. All right, moving on from that. <laughs> We're just going to jump right into it. So for t- so for today's episode, it's really just going to be divided into two primary segments. The stuff that we are hot on, you know, the announcements revealed slash shown off in this direct that we are in, you know, it's either in our cart ready to be bought at some point in the near future, or perhaps maybe we've already bought it. So I just want to call this the hot segment, you know, the games that we're hot on. And I'm going to start things off with the well-known game that we've talked about previously on this podcast, and that is Triangle Strategy. And well so done. listen here, right? For those that, for those of you that don't know, Triangle, Triangle Strategy is a tactics RPG being published by Square Enix. And it is in the vein of, you know, let's say old school games such as Final Fantasy Tactics, Disgaea, you know, Fire Emblem. It's a, you know, grid-based tactics game. And it is in the art style of Octopath Traveler. So for those of you that don't know, that means it's quote-unquote HD2D. So essentially, it's kind of like a diorama style where the characters are 2D pixel art but there is depth to the environment it is kind of like a 3d environment and also just the visual effects look really good you know they have this kind of magic of making it look like a storybook come to life type of art style so i'm hot on this also mostly because that they released a free demo on the switch store that lets you play the first three chapters of the game that also carries over progress into the main game if you so choose to buy it so personally, I'm not getting the demo, mostly because I just want to play the game once it comes out because I'm already in just by the fact that it's a tactics game and that I'm a hype on it. I got it. But for for those of you out there that either can't wait, like Tiffany, or that maybe you don't know if this is a game for you, try out the demo. It's literally the beginning of the game, and it co- it's at no cost to you. And if you like it, you even get to carry your progress over into the full game once you buy it. So it's definitely, I, I really appreciate that uh, option available to those of you out there. Because it goes to chapter three, I decided that I was totes getting it. So I downloaded it. I started playing it. I started playing like two minutes and then it got really ostentatious and like dramatic. And so then I stopped playing it. Not because I didn't like it, but because I was like, I might redo this later. <laughs> like, do you think but- that you'll like forget story? parts of it is that like why you're waiting or i'm gonna be real i think i was in like for four minutes or something like i'm not that deep it was just like this whole like there are three the uh, the the dingle hoppers of the west control the iron and the smith's gobblers control the salt you know like that whole like dramatic 
thing. Those are obviously not the names of the territories, but they I'm were be very for the dingle hoppers. I don't know about yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> the the you know the lore is quite like mm-hmm. I don't want to say uppity, but it's very high fantasy. It's very high. It fantasy. sounds it sounds like if like like a drunk retelling of the beginning of Lord of the Rings. It's like twelve <laughs> rings went to the lords of men. You know, like. You know, yeah. Did you guys ever watch? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, listen. It wasn't drunk. I'm just trying to make a dramatic voice change. Anyway, I think it looks great. I love mm. tactics games. I am intrigued by it, but I definitely think I'm gonna play the demo a bit more before I decide to buy it. I did not want to buy it right away. I know it comes out early March. That's like kind of right around the corner for me. Mm-hmm. I don't need it right now. And I think that is part of the reason why I'm not also interested in getting the demo, even though I do plan on getting it, mostly because since it's so soon, I don't really need it now, especially because, right, there's games to play now. You know, we won't go into them in this episode, but definitely there's no shortage of games for people out there. So hopefully there's something out there that you guys are playing right now that's occupying your time. I'm so interested in this game because Octopath Traveler was probably, I I know, I'm I, I would be pretty certain that it's at least in my top two, if not my top three games that I've played on Switch. As far as how much time I put in them, I was definitely a completionist. I don't even think I finished it because that game was so long. Like I don't I don't know if you guys remember how long it was. But I loved the art style and I, I really enjoyed kind of it felt very retro in a lot of ways. And I, I just really enjoy that. To me, it lives so well on the Switch that I think that triangle strategy is just going to be so amazing. I'm I'm actually very interested in buying it. I will likely buy it early because it's not going to go on sale because it's a Nintendo game. Um but I will probably I will probably wait um to play it until I'm at the beach because I tell you what, if you look at like how much I play games on my Switch, it's like basically as soon as I get out of this city and like go somewhere else i like just bring my switch with me and it is like amazing i could probably i'll probably go straight through um triangle strategy which is still a really hard name to say (laughs) i would say though um i wouldn't put it in the same category as nintendo games that don't go on sale matt because i believe it does go on sale because this is also like a square enix game yeah because since it's a square enix game i feel like that kind of trumps it a bit so it does go on i got triangle strategy for like 40 dollars or not sorry sorry, gosh i got octopath traveler for 40 dollars when i or 45 i think i when did you buy it i bought it for 45 dollars maybe six months after six to like eight months after it came out um but i purposely like waited for like a deal and that's the thing that didn't necessarily go on sale but i waited for a deal so i think that there is some opportunity for triangle strategy if you at least wait till the summertime or maybe it'll give you like double gold coins or something nonsensical like that oh gotcha Hmm. can i talk about something i'm hot about yeah, can I tell yeah, you? Yeah, let's move on. You know, triangle strategy is good. What's next? So my one hot item. I only have one hot item from this direct. What? Oh, wow. I wow. only have one, one hotness. One hotness because I've already bought it. I've locked and loaded, okay? And that is the booster course pass from for Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. Listen, I don't have wow. the family expansion expanded pass or whatever nonsense mm-hmm. that is called. I don't know what it's called. I purchased the Animal Crossing DLC on my own because I wasn't interested in the pass 
or the the internet pass and I went ahead and bought the Mario Kart pass for myself because I personally wanted a Mario Kart 9. However, this is like just as good to be completely honest. I mean, there're 48 courses being added to Mario Kart 9 and I haven't even really played all of these courses either because they're courses from across Mario Kart's history, including the mobile game, which I definitely haven't played that. So I'm like really happy with it. Like I'm not mad that they're just like re like reselling us the things that we've once purchased before. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went ahead and bought it. I was like, you know what? I have $24.99 in my eShop gift cards. I'm going to buy this right now, March 18th. Going to be playing some Mario Kart. Those two races that they, or cups, the two cups that they add into, into that. I see, like, I'm excited for it. I'm really excited to see some of the Double Dash courses. Because, like, honestly, Double Dash and Mario Kart for Wii were probably my most played Mario Karts. Um, I'm very excited to see that. I kind of wish, though, on top of it, and this is why I wanted Mario Kart 9, right? I, I, of course, want all the legacy courses, but I do want to see new courses. Like, I want to see new parts of, you know, like, hey, let's have a Mario Odyssey course. Let's, let's like, get crazy. Let's go outside of Mario, even. Like, I... I don't know. Like, I don't even know if they have a new Donk City. Like, I, you know, like a lot of it is just, I kind of wish there were more that were past, you know, I guess the legacy courses, which I'm not, I'm trying not to complain because honestly, like, um, I'm on my friend's family plan, so I should get it for free if I was reading it right. Yes. Um, yes. But like, so I'm, I'm really excited for it. And honestly, it's probably a good thing because I haven't really put that much hour, like that many hours into Mario Kart 8. So it, it kind of like I kind of feel like I should not be complaining because I haven't even like had, you know, you know, oh, I want Mario Kart 9. It's like, no, we have Mario Kart at home and Mario Kart at home for me is Mario Kart 8, which I've barely touched. So I need to I need to get on it. Yeah, Alex doesn't even own it. Yeah, I agree with that point, as Tiffany pointed out, uh, and also for Matt, that when he said I would rather see new things like I agree uh, overall that this is great value, right? You know, Tiffany bought it $24.99 for 48 tracks. I think that almost doubles the amount of tracks. Yes, sir. Uh, then w- will be available in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Edition in its totality. And that's a lot of courses. Uh, so I think undeniably the value is there for that cost, but I'm more of the side of, you know, not to say I've raced on all those tracks that are coming, right? Obviously, as Tiffany pointed out, there's going to be a lot of tracks coming from the mobile version of the game, World Tour, which I have not played. And uh, there's going to be tracks from other games I just haven't played, like the Mario Karts that have been on the handhelds I haven't really touched. Mm -hmm. So a lot of those courses I just haven't raced on at all either. But I think there's a lot there that is new to explore. And I also would like to see kind of the new tracks come through, right? As Matt said, you know, maybe we can get like a luncheon kingdom theme stage, right? I know there's other food theme courses from other games uh, that have already appeared in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Edition, but there's a lot of stuff from Mario Odyssey Mm -hmm. that could be incorporated or maybe something from Bowser's Fury themed mm-hmm. that was uh, the expansion to 3D or World even that like they could add in. Paper Mario, the Origami King, like 
the, that too. the art exactly, style yeah. of that was so beautiful. It'd be really awesome to kind of see them go beyond just like a 3D world to have like, I just think it would be, there's so much opportunity, honestly. Like sometimes I feel like Nintendo's not pumping out a lot of stuff. And then I think back like each year, what they keep pumping out, they have a ton of IP that's beyond anything else, just beautiful, which would make perfect courses for it. Right, even Luigi's Mansion Three, yeah, like the whole hotel yeah. setting, and not to say even just the individual floors, but just the hotel itself, and like driving through like multiple floors of the hotel, mm-hmm. and just having all those cool thematic sections, right? Because they're all themed. Like there's a desert area, there's an arena area, so I, I think there's a lot that they, they can explore. Obviously, you know, these are maybe some things that they can just explore in a Mario Kart Nine, but you know. I'll, this seems like something that's to tide people over until that comes, which who knows if it will come on the switch or if they plan on just saving it for, you know, the next uh, Nintendo platform, whatever that may be. So I'm not saying this is on my tepid list or things that we're not necessarily super hot on, but I definitely see that value there. It's just not for me. Cause also I don't even own Mario Kart eight. Oh, at wow. all. So <laughs> it doesn't even matter that this is DLCs out there for it. So. <laughs> well, something that I'm really hot for, and this is, honestly, I have not bought a first-party Nintendo game in quite some time. Maybe since the Origami King. Maybe. Unless something else pops up. I, don't, I have no idea. But something that, that will be my next Nintendo game that I buy is Kirby and the Forgotten Land. This game looks so good. We, we got a trailer, like, maybe two or three weeks ago. And from that one trailer... I was like, this this is going to be amazing. Like, I just think this is going to be amazing. I picked it up on Fantasy Critic because I was like, I just got a good feeling about this game. Like, it looks fun. And they showed off more of it, and I am even more sold than I was. Like, honestly, this stole the show for me. I I think that my, my favorite Nintendo Switch game still is Mario Odyssey. Like, it has not had a competitor. Um, and I think this... This makes me feel the way when I saw Super Mario Odyssey, like, leading up to it. Like, I I just feel like it may not be the best game. Like, as far as, who knows, it probably will be easier than I probably would hope it would be. Because, like, Kirby games typically are a little bit easier. But I feel like... I feel like I'm just going to have fun. Like I think it's just going to be a strictly fun game. It looks ridiculous. Kirby is like swallowing vending machines and then shooting cans out of it. Like I just think that I will be grinning ear to ear. And honestly, when I like look at the release for this spring, Elden Ring comes out in a little bit. And honestly, I don't think that I will pick up anything else until Kirby. Like a month later, I think that'll be perfect enough time for me to like at least go through Elden Ring once, and then Kirby will be a great cleansing of the palate after Elden Ring. I just can't wait. Yeah, I just want to say too, this is my second and only other thing that I'm hot on from the direct as well. Just Kirby and Forgotten Land, as Matt pointed out, mouthful mode pulled me in. Just seeing it sucked you, you in know, as. Yeah. yeah, it sucked me in well done. and I couldn't get down his throat. So I'm just, he's like wearing me like a weird meat suit type of thing. I don't know. It's like a beanie. And he's just like a beanie on your head. Yeah. Yeah. The beanie for the car. So the car has the beanie and then like he has like an O-ring or something that he uses to like push air. Right. And then you can like get on 
like a scissor lift. Yeah, that's like ring mount. Like high jump up. Yeah. Oh, ring mount. But what is it? It's light bulb. It's a mount. ring. I have no idea. Like what? What did he swallow Alex, to get the ring d- mount? Don't shape? ask questions. Just play the game. You're asking too many questions about yeah, a Kirby true, true. game. Because <laughs> one of them was I'll legit Archmouth. One of them was Archmouth when he was like flying. As an, oh, oh yeah, and he was like a boomerang yeah, or something. But they called right? him Archmouth. Like that was the name of it. <laughs> it sounds like a really bad. Maybe insult. the names are. <laughs> yeah. Names are subject to change. Who knows? But yeah, definitely, I'm just on the same page as Matt. Like almost opposite of everything else, I'm going to be playing in the next few weeks. This is the very much the lighthearted. I just want to have fun. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. lighthearted, no stress. I just go around and I'm saving the waddledees. You know, oh, typically the town. enemies that you're killing, yeah, like right, you're mm-hmm. swallowing these enemies and like expelling them or taking their powers. You're actually helping them because now this time you're killing these weird fox-like creatures. So I'm excited to hear know. what their names are going to be. Mm-hmm. Like the Bibbly Boos or something. Furbies. No, that's. Oh wait, that might pending. be uh, like, yeah. That's already trademarked. <laughs> um, I think this that looks really fun. I think I'm gonna wait to hear what you guys think about it before I kind of jump into that. But it did look really cute. Like, I love the idea of bringing back the Waddledee's little town. Mm-hmm. Like that's some base building ish, and Tiffany's all yeah. about that. Tiffany, you're gonna have like zero excuses not to play it. Because I'll probably buy it physical, and then once I finish it, I'll just bring it into the office, and then you might look at it. You know, Maybe honestly, you won't play it. I don't know. If, if you buy a physical, I might actually, pl- I will might actually play it. If you- it, it looks like a lot yeah, of fun, she's like, if it's at no cost if to it- me, <laughs> I'll play. It. No, okay. Listen. Also, though, shout out audience, please. Check out your local Walmart. I know if some of you have a lot of different opinions about that place, but they sell Nintendo Switch games like for 50 bucks. It's like 49.99. Yeah. Like that's where to go. Like phys- if you want if you're down with physical Switch games, just haul yourself to Walmart and get that game. You save Honestly, it's the only thing that I buy physical are first party Nintendo games because of the discount that they have. Everything at else Walmart? on digital. Yeah, like yeah. everything, everything is eShop for me, like for for indies. But yeah, got to get that ten dollars off because guess what? That's the cheapest it will ever be. Like Mario <laughs> Odyssey is what yeah. forty bucks, and it was it released with the Switch. Ridiculous! I cannot I don't wait. Even honestly. Think, this I don't even is, think you can get it for forty bucks. Like I don't think you can get yeah. Odyssey for forty bucks. Kirby was my between this and um. Uh, gosh, I just triangle. forgot the name again. Triangle Strategy. Triangle Strategy. <laughs> I'm like, Project Triangle Strategy. And I was like, no, they got rid of Project. Um, <laughs> between that, Triangle Strategy and Kirby, those were my only two things I was hot on. And Kirby's the only thing that I was like, I want to play this when it comes out. I want to say I'm slightly surprised that we're hot on the same two things. Yeah. And that was it. That you that there's no third. And Tiffany only had one thing that she was hot on, and she already bought it. I, Alex, that, I guess that goes to show how hot she was on it. Yeah, yeah exactly. I act on Tiffany's hottest hot is hotter than our hottest hot. Yep. <laughs> right. Like we're like we're still looking at the flames, but she's just standing in it. Like well, she's yeah. like Matt can't it buy in. it early. Like Walmart only does the fifty dollars like in person. Like you literally have that's, to That's that's true, that's wait. true. Yeah. Alex has no excuses. I don't know why he hasn't already booted up his money and bought that stuff because he's all digital, baby. 
Mm. But yeah, I think for me, I, I'm on the opposite scale where because I like the Switch and how mobile it is, I re- I would rather have everything digital just so I don't have to worry about mm. bringing games with me. Where like, what if you go so? What if you go to the beach mat? Yeah. and you forgot it at the house, and then but here's your, the thing: your here's vacation's the ruined. Thing. I have this beautiful case that it comes in, or like that I bought that has little slots for like all my physical. So, um, like the the piece of plastic that it comes in is kind of a waste because I take it out immediately and never look at that thing ever again. But I put <laughs> the little cartridges and their little <laughs> their little socks, the little and pockets. Then, they're little pockets, and then they go around yeah. with me. It's beautiful. Yep. Right. So, well, do you great. have more tepid? I mean, I listen. Overall, I thought the direct was solid, but it yeah. definitely was like an old person's direct, and I'm not old enough to be a part of that old person nostalgia. What do you but mean, I had old a, person? Whoa, direct? whoa! I don't know what this means. Old person direct. A lot of older things came rushing back. At, I, okay, I would, I I would just say then a, a nostalgia play then. There we go. Nostalgia direct. Okay, I had I had multiple things I was tepid on though. Mm-hmm. Okay, so l- let's start with you two. If you have multiple things you're tepid on, so for listeners out there, how we're describing tepid for this podcast, it's stuff that we've seen and we're slightly interested in, but maybe you know we're not there yet. Tiffany's not ready to hit that pre-order button. Mm-hmm. Matt's not ready to go to Walmart to buy these things. We need to wait and see more on these titles. So the interest has been laid, the groundwork has been laid, but we need to take some more time to build up and ramp up to that hotness level, so, so to speak. So number one is Fire Emblem Three Hopes. So mm. I'm a Fire Emblem fan ever since Awakening. Holla at your girl. I also like Warriors games. I actually, I bought Fire Emblem Warriors when that came out on Switch, like literally on release. I actually bought the like deluxe edition version of that game, which was kind of ridiculous. But I bought that because I was desperate for Fire Emblem. Desperate. And like that was the game that came out first. Uh, We only had heard like rumblings of three houses or didn't even really know about it. So I played through Fire Emblem warriors and that was fun i enjoyed it i liked playing co-op on that game it was a fun time literally the day the direct came out i got in the mail hyrule warriors age of calamity i had went out and bought that game on a sale and now i'm like three hopes i would have rather have played three hopes than age of calamity and so then i had my own little dilemma i was like do i return this and like get my money back i don't know whatever i decided i think i decided to keep it mainly because there's some story with Hmm. breath of the wild you know i don't know we'll see we'll see how far i get but yeah three hopes i'm intrigued about it am i bummed that it's not a real fire emblem game yes Mm -hmm. but i also am curious because matt matt be with me for a second be with me you know how that there was a time jump in the game i sure do do we think that this is the time between the time in between yeah like i mean wouldn't that be cool yeah. That would be cool. That yeah. would be cool. So, like, hmm. I'm tepid on it. Like, I'm intrigued. But at the same time, like, I, how many Warriors games does a girl need? You know? This conversation has made me the most tepid for it because it was pretty cold, I'll be honest. Like, it's, okay, this is okay. just not a game mode. This is not a game that I ever flock to. Right. So, game style you but mean, or gameplay? I I would be more interested in this if it has some sort of, like, tie-in to the main game because three houses was it was both of our game of the years when it came out like that was yeah. a fantastic game 
So that's intriguing. I'd rather probably just hear your thoughts on it. And so I okay. think that's where it'll lie. <laughs> okay. <laughs> maybe maybe she can buy it and then she can give it to you, yeah. you know, after she's swap it. Yeah. Just like how it's, yeah, swap, game swap. <laughs> switch swap. <laughs> or switch, if you will. Just get Just switch. Know. Switch, switch. Yeah, just a switch. Sw- switch Someone it snaps. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> can I talk about another type of thing or... Yeah, go sure, for it. Yeah, okay. Keep, keep on, keep so on. So my next type of thing is a different. Is it you know y'all are hot on triangle strategy. There's a different tactics game that I was tepid on, and that was Advance Wars One Two Reboot Camp. So oh, okay. everyone like raves about the game from way back when, and like people mm-hmm. are excited about this, and I'm like, am I excited about it? Because like you're excited about it, I'm getting like more intrigued because you're so like other people are so excited about it not you too but like the internet as a collective again this is like old person game like this came out a while ago and like people are really excited that it's like nostalgia, nostalgia whatever so <laughs> we we have no uh hatred towards old that's people true on this podcast. some might say that i'm an old person so anyway the the gameplay or rather the look the aesthetic of reboot camp looks spectacular they also have voice acting which is cool. Mm-hmm. I think that's fun. You know, obviously, I'm assuming that the OG games did not have any voice acting. So I think this looks like a really cute tactics game, and I'm intrigued by it. And so I don't know. I have, I'm not convinced yet, but if it gets like an eight or a nine, I could see like on reviews, I could see myself yeah. hopping over to a Walmart and picking it up. Yeah. I like how you keep calling it an old person game, but Advance Wars came out on the game boy advance in 2001 like oh never mind we were we were not a, in yeah we were a respectable at the age playing that kind of game of when yeah so i guess you're kind of self-burning us <laughs> with that comment <laughs> yeah. oh i guess i didn't i thought it came out in like the 90s or something like the the early 90s i don't know that's what i thought mm. i was misinformed now i feel like chrono you cross know, was probably more Oh, that was 1999. I see. I have no idea. We yeah. are the old people in this scenario. <laughs> <laughs> this direct was for us. Yeah. You know what? The more we talk about it, I guess you're right. I think part of the hype that you mentioned how a lot of the internet is very hyped for this to come out because there's a lot of nostalgia for the original Advance Wars. And I feel like part of that is due to the fact that when you just look at tactics games in general there's a very actual few like main, you know, I guess triple a quote unquote tactics like franchises that still exist now. Right. Something like fire emblem is one of the few that still exists. I know triangle strategy is technically a new IP, but it is paying homage to kind of older tactics, uh, tactics games like final fantasy tactics. But even then, right. Like what there was a few final fantasy tactics games, but those never really continued, which is why a lot of people want that to come back. So I think, kind of the fervor for that uh, series to come back is similar to how Advance Wars has been off the grid for such a long time, which is why they got to get back to basics with this reboot, reboot camp. camp. Exactly. And so I think that's where a lot of it comes through, but also the fact that maybe it was just a great game at the time, so it's just nice to have a modern port of it to mm-hmm. play on the Switch. Real talk. If I bought this physically, Alex, would you borrow it? 
I don't have a game to trade you. No, you know, you I don't have to trade. <laughs> I buy everything digitally. I, mean, like, would I you, can't switch. With would you. you play it? That would do you think? Like, are you tepid on it? I think or? when it when it goes down, I'm not really tepid on it. I would say it falls into the cold category for okay. me, where I just it's not on the radar at all. Uh, mostly because there are other tactics games that I have more interest in, and mm-hmm. I don't necessarily have any personal nostalgia for Advanced right. Wars. So because of stuff like Triangle Strategy, and I know it wasn't announced at the Direct, but it did premiere and debut on Switch. Uh, Disguise 6 was recently announced to be coming to PlayStation platforms. Uh, that Disguise more my old school tactics fix. Mm. And so because that's coming out, I'm more interested in that as opposed to to reboot camp but you know i'm happy for the fans of that series to finally get a another entry to play okay, okay. anyone take a tape yeah i've i've got a small tepid uh i you know going back for the old people right you know this is actually <laughs> the oldest game i think that is getting kind of some love in this is earthbound earthbound and earthbound new beginnings i think isn't it or is it just beginnings anyway beginnings um I played Earthbound on an emulator during high school. Um, it was like 1994, so it was you know an old game, <laughs> um, as old as me, uh, almost as old as me. Um, and so I played it in high school. I really enjoyed the RPG elements. I fell off of it because I played it almost solely in my computer lab class. <laughs> so. <What? laughs> <Like> <laughs> so yeah oh so i would love... the emulator was so powerful he needed to play it on the school computers <laughs> so i um i would love to have a new try at it because i did really enjoy it the reason i'm tepid about it is that i know i would like to play it but i don't know i i don't usually go into the retro console as much like i don't go and use those emulators on my switch as much as i should because there's some really great games and some games that I haven't played. And this is going to be in that category. I, I don't know when I will get to it, but I would love to give it a try. It's just finding the time because games still come out. Games are happening all the time. And I feel like there's a lot of games that are l- releasing in the next two weeks that I definitely want to play. And they will not be um, put on the sideline for Earthbound <laughs> and Earthbound Beginnings that came out, you know. 30 years ago so you guys have right. you guys have no thing about Earthbound. <laughs> no <laughs> i was not. gonna be so like cold. oh Perfect. whatever i was just gonna move yeah. on okay. so cold i'm just moving on i'm putting Sorry, on an extra layer of clothing for how cold oh, i am no. towards that. <laughs> also alluding to kind of a game we haven't seen in a while the the only game i've only had one game that i'm tepid on and that's mario strikers battle league so, and I say this that because the previous game in this series I came out was apparently on the Wii. Mm-hmm. I think it was Mario Strikers Charged. And that was nearly, I think, 15 years ago. So this, this like the, the football slash, you know, soccer for, you know, the Americans listening out there. The football game, like, of the Mario subgenre has been MIA for a while. Mm-hmm. So the fact that this is finally coming back is actually really nice, right? Because over the past couple of years, tennis got tennis aces and golf got super rush just last year in 2021. And so the, it seems like Nintendo has been 
re uh, rejuvenated in interest uh, to bring these sports games back. So it's nice to see soccer slash football finally get their entry. But I'm mostly tepid on this one because while I am interested in football the most out of the three games of recent, you know, compared to tennis and golf in terms of the actual how the sport plays out. They, I felt like despite the fact that they talked about a lot of the multiplayer aspects only makes me somewhat fearing slash scared of the fact that maybe there is no single player content or uh, there is very, I guess, uh, meager amount of single player content present in the mm-hmm. game, mostly because, you know, although it is a sports game and you think, right, sports games are competitive, you want to play against other people some of the features that they have are great, right? It supports up to eight players. You can have 4v4 matches on one Switch, on one device, and I think there are very few games that actually support that many players on one device, one of the few being Smash Brothers Ultimate, which, Mm -hmm. you know, is great for that. Uh, Or one of the reasons that game is so great because you have so many people playing at the same time. Uh, But on the flip side, because they didn't show anything or even talk about what quote-unquote single player there is, I don't know if if I get the game, will I only really be able to enjoy it with other people or can I at least have some sort of way when I don't have those other people to play with that I can enjoy by myself? Because I would like, you know, at least some form of campaign or just being able to play single player besides just, you know, me playing by myself versus an AI, right? Because obviously I know that that will be there as a function, but I'd rather there be, I guess, some sort of progression, right? Because they also talked about gear, Right, you like you can equip your players with different, mm-hmm. you know, padding, different visuals, and so I'd say, oh, that's perfect. There's kind of an RPG element here that would be great if there was a single player to work through to unlock new gear. So, you know, until they show that, I, I'm gonna be tepid on this, mostly because there's promise, but I need to see more. It was also on my tepid list because of the recent history of Mario with their sports games, because I feel like. Uh, Mario Aces and uh, golf, you know, Super, Super Rush, Rush, the golf, yeah, um, they came from such a great lineage, and I just felt like a majority of the reviews that came out on those were that they were more like half baked, and and I'm kind of concerned, and I just feel like their recent history of like having these half baked titles that are just relying on the lineage of their name just makes me a little bit nervous. Like I, I just. I'm a little bit, I'm going to be very cautious and I'm going to look at those reviews and see what happens. Because honestly, I think the gear part is actually pretty cool. You have 4v4, then you guys can, you can, okay, I'll, I'll put on gear that makes my power shots like more powerful. I'll, you know, I'm on defense. I'm going to make sure that like my speed is like all the way maxed out. Like, I feel like there's such a cool competitive part of this that I could see some of my friends back home really really getting into like just thinking about the ones that played the game on Wii like we devoured that game right um and just I could I could see all these things happening but the problem is we all have lives now like we all have some of them have kids like I I just don't foresee me going back home and like getting a 4v4 match going up um and so I don't I I need it to be self-sustaining on my own or, you know, self-sustaining with, like, maybe one or two other people. Because I really don't think that I could find seven people, you know, all at once. Because it, it just gets harder and harder as we, we get older. So, more tepid. But, yeah, I'm, I'm totally with you. 
I too am tepid. I I bought Aces like the day it came out because I was so excited about it, and I love digital tennis. I'm not good at real tennis, um, but like it wasn't like it was good, but it wasn't great. And the campaign was fine. Alex somehow literally picked it up for two minutes and then destroyed me in like four matches in a row. And I was like, I'm over this. <laughs> like, so, and then golf looked, I really like the idea of the super rush golf party mode or whatever, but I have a friend that bought it and I've been like, I want to play it. And I've literally never played it. And, mm. you know, I don't know. I, I need soccer to be more, especially because you're right matt like i don't have like a bajillion friends i can just play with and like getting on a soccer club team with like randos doesn't seem as fun Mm -mm. you know especially because our voice chatting situation is like garbage yeah (laughs) yeah for sure yeah Uh, i I have an i have oh go ahead oh no you you can go for it i've talked so much Um, i have one more tepid um that i at first when it got revealed i did not think i thought it was all hot but then the more it went on the more tepid i got which is we sports um i i love oh, nintendo switch sports yeah sorry nintendo switch sports <laughs> um i don't know why i have such a hard time saying any of these titles <laughs> project <laughs> triangle um but yeah nintendo switch sports uh, uh, why why did they have to mess up the Miis? You know, like that's a big what? concern of mine. What do you mean? What do you mean? <laughs> they don't look they like look Miis. Well, I guess be- Well, they're technically not Miis. That's why they yeah. they didn't mess them up. They're just not Miis. They're just long yeah. and gangly and stuff. I think, Is that what bothers I think, you? Yeah, yeah, that's exactly what bothers me. Um <laughs> I I'm just a little bit I don't know. I, I wish there was more. Like they've waited all this time to kind of like reintroduce a Wii Sports successor, and like I, I just feel like I don't know. It, it just didn't feel comprehensive. It looked like something where this is going to turn into like a live service thing. So like maybe every year on a Nintendo Switch they'll like reintroduce like one sporting event from potentially like Wii Sports or Wii Resort or you know, all those great, fantastic games from the Wii. And I kind of just, I I wanted like the ultimate treatment where it's like, listen, here's all these kind of lineage, like fantastic stuff. And, you know, it's all in one place and it's, it's here and it's ready to go. But it kind of felt like maybe they should have just kept it in the oven a little bit longer. Um, but this the thing is, like, if I showed this to my mom and dad, my mom and dad would want me to buy it immediately or they would buy it because they loved Wii Sports and they would love Nintendo Switch Sports. So honestly, like this is something that like once, I know we're a long ways away, like we're 10 months out from, you know, the holidays, but this is something that I would probably, if I don't already have it, I would probably pick it up by the holidays and play with my family because they would love this. And I, I think I will, like I do think that I'll buy it this year it's just, it's not going to be a day one pickup because I, I just, who knows? Like, is this going to do okay now that we're, you know, it's 2022. We've seen so many different things. I, I don't know. I guess the real question is, is the gimmick of motion controls still exactly. a thing or yeah. are we past that? Yeah. Because like the great thing about Wii Sports was that it was in every single Wii like every single we had that disc for free for free and it was fantastic 
And I think it was because it what had such a gimmick. But then how long was the Wii in its life cycle? Like people are still using their Wii, right? And so every year there were like 10, 20, 30, maybe even 100. Like there were so many games that had some sort of motion controls. By the end of the Wii generation, I was like, okay, we're good. We're good now on motion controls. So who knows? Who knows if we're ready for it in 2022? How many sports games were there? Like, I thought this was, like, on par with the Wii Sports. Were there more than seven? Like, there were definitely, because they don't have, like, baseball, right? Like, golf is going to be added later on. There were, like, they had bowling, sure. And do they have tennis in this one? I can't. Yes. No, I'm talking about badminton. They've yeah. tennis and badminton. Which is kind of like when Marvel's Avenger released Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. It's like content, but it's like they're both Arrow people. You know what I mean? Well, yeah, yeah. It's well, kind of like tennis I mean. and badminton. The Nintendo Switch Sports I thought was like on par with I didn't real I didn't remember that Wii Sports had baseball, but like I'm mm-hmm. I don't know. Like I guess it's because part of the comparison is that there's Wii Sports Resort, so you have all of the resort. Yeah games potentially available as well Mm -hmm. and so because they had all of those that they added in that version right so technically there's two iterations of the game that came before it does feel meager to say like even if this is the majority of the games that were in Wii Sports that how come you know I think because the sword fighting the Chambara was something from Wii Sports yeah I believe so yeah so yeah so they did carry that one game forward but that's weird that none of the other games that were in that brought forward because i think they also had like paragliding they had archery and just like other things basketball yeah, archery, so did we have wii sports resort alex no we never got Wii Sports. okay because after matt said archery i was like excuse oh, me it was it was cool I, too like for for listeners eyebrows raised yeah because yeah, i'm an archery kind of girl like not in real life but like you know digitally i'm all about yeah. it no she's a veritable katniss every <laughs> You know, it's that Korean she heritage. <laughs> getting that gold, getting those gold dubs at Olympics. You know what I mean? That's um, right. I also was tepid on Wii Sports because I love bowling digitally. Mm. And Nintendo Switch physically. Sports. <laughs> Everyone just keeps calling it Wii Sports. I love Wii Sports Nintendo too. Wii Sports. Sports in general, I'm like hit or miss with. <laughs> but like these digital sports, like. Um, about it but I also don't know how much fun I like I don't see myself like whipping it out by myself you know what I mean Matt like yeah. if yeah like if I want to bowl I'm gonna be like let's bowl like I would message somebody like anyone want to bowl on well okay <laughs> there no I don't know about that I haven't I haven't committed to wearing other people's shoes yet Matt the pandemic is still happening um oh, okay but I think I would message people and be like, hey, anyone wants to get some Nintendo Switch sports bowling in or something, you know? So, I don't hey, know. Anyone want to go uh, watch the Big Lebowski? Yeah. Yeah. Or, yeah, badminton. Badminton, anyone? Um, so. So, I want to say, like, for me, it's not on my hot or tepid list. It is very much like on my cold list, which we won't really talk about those games for this podcast, but I think it is doing some interesting things because it seems like 
despite them kind of pulling back to there being only six games at launch with the seventh to come later, that they more focus on the online aspect because they did talk about in particular, they demonstrated with bowling during the direct that there is, I guess, a multiplayer bowling session where you have multiple people playing online and it's what they called survival. It bowling, looks like a battle royale. Of bowling. Yeah, so it's like a kind of like a Tetris 99 or some of those things where it's like whoever bowls the least each, I guess, you know, lane will then be eliminated and then you go to the next, you know, uh, set of pins and it's kind of like an elimination style. So I hope that that's something that they focused on to say, hey, we only have the six to seven games, but we're making the online more meaningful to let you play, you know, with other people online uh, in different manners and it's not just let's play bowling together and whoever has the highest score wins at the end of the day which you know is the core of the game but it'd be interesting if they do mount on those multiplayer modes that does sound fun like last mm-hmm. man standing bowling like i could get down with that i it see does. myself doing yeah. that for like a two-hour sesh and then being like okay that was cool mm-hmm. you know but i think that yeah. would also be really fun though like if they were able to do that locally like the yeah. the survival, I think that would be really fun. Like get a lot of friends together, and then like everybody's like really a player at watching it. Yeah, local survival. Cool. Yeah. Yep. Make it happen, you know, in the Wii Sports Two slash Nintendo Switch Sports title. Wii Sports Two has a ring to it, man. <laughs> All right, and with that, I think that comes to the end. You know, of of the things that we were hot and tepid on for this Nintendo Direct February. 2022 edition right you you listeners can write in let us know the things you were excited about the things you weren't excited about by writing in our email at our email rxp.podcast at gmail.com or tweeting at us at rxp underscore podcast or if you're watching this on youtube slash listening to this on youtube just leave a comment down below also obligatory like and subscribe share with a friend and what have you. Thanks to Grandmaster Doug for our music. And until next time, take care. Well, something that I'm really hot for, and this is... Furbies. Yeah.